Hey guys, welcome to Admit 3, where we discuss all things movies, media, and television. I'm Kurt. I'm Laura. And I'm Rob. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to Admit 3. In this episode, we'll be discussing the newly released horror film Evil Dead Rise, which was written and directed by Lee Cronin and is the fifth installment of this Evil Dead film series. The film follows Beth, a guitar technician who takes a break from touring to visit her sister Ellie and Ellie's three children in their Los Angeles apartment complex. While the family catches up with each other, an earthquake strikes and uncovers an old bank vault beneath the parking lot. Inside the vault, Ellie's son Danny discovers many religious artifacts, three phonographic records, and what is revealed to be the third volume of the Book of the Dead. Hoping that his findings will be rare enough to bring his struggling family a chunk of money, Danny plays the records to see exactly what is on them, unwittingly unleashing demonic entities on everyone in the apartment complex. Kurt, Rob, we've been looking forward to this one for a while. What do you guys think of Evil Dead Rise? I thought it was a really fun horror movie. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of the Evil Dead series in general, and uh, this kind of lands, you know, somewhere in the middle for me uh, as far as my series ranking. But I did think this was really fun. It's been ten years now since we've had an Evil Dead movie. Uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead is a very fun like series that I think you guys will like. But, you know, Return to the Movies is great, and uh, I had a lot of fun with this. It's brutal, I think, uh, which is to be expected. But I'm curious to see what you guys think, because, Laura, you've seen what the 2013 Evil Dead, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And, Rob, if I'm not mistaken, you this is your very first, first Evil Dead one. film. Easily my first one. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen any of the other ones. His first and his last. <laughs> I've uh, I play a game called Dead by Daylight, which has um, Ash from Ash versus the Evil Dead. I think is a movie, but that's the limit of my knowledge yeah. to the whole thing. Ash is the main character of Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, uh, Army of Darkness, and the Ash versus the Evil Dead TV series. You learn but something new every day. He's an icon. Bruce Campbell is an icon. Icon, and legend. The the best chin in the business. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the movie, Laura? I thought it was okay. I was like really, I was really looking forward to it. It was kind of. I feel like the previews always like show you the best, creepiest parts of the film. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you don't see anything else, that's really, like, you're like, oh. I I feel like I was less than thrilled. I think, uh, you know, often previews do show too much, but sometimes there are some nice surprises in store for you when you watch the movie. But I, I think you're right. I was actually talking about this briefly with Rob, that some of the better lines in this movie from uh ellie's character when she's a deadite Mm -hmm. uh like we kind of saw those in the trailer already and i wish we would have seen you know more of that Mm -hmm. for the first time in the movie and i i love the runtime of this movie don't get me wrong it's a very brisk like hour and 30 minutes um but i do think that kind of hindered uh like not having so much stuff in the movie that we you know hadn't seen before already mm-hmm. in the preview, um, I definitely see 
what you're saying. I do wish you would have enjoyed it more, though, because you were very uh, excited for the movie. The trailer scared you. Or you said it looked scary. Anyway. <laughs> the you were frightened. You've been having nightmares. Um, I think that it might have just been too late. And I was too late. Like, <laughs> to the showing. Delirious and tired. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I think it was like 8.45 by the time the movie actually started. So uh, We've never sounded more old than we I, do right now. I know, but usually, I guess they usually have been going, I don't know, ever since I switched my anxiety meds, I'm literally so <laughs> tired all the time. So I think I was just like delirious. Maybe I need to watch it again in the daytime when I'm more... Kurt and I said we're going to watch it around Halloween because it's like it seems like a very good Halloween movie to yeah. watch, you know? I actually, of course, I have no idea if you guys are on board and I can't twist your arm and make you do anything. But I was thinking maybe, you know, this October we could, you know, watch all of the Evil Dead films since you've never seen them and you haven't seen the how older many movies. Are there? This, this is the fifth one. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Robert's uh, like, how many can fail Because I, I like to marathon stuff on Halloween, so if we can watch, you know, the Halloween series, yeah, Evil Dead. Just, I mean, just all of October, let's just to... make yeah, it a horror marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on Halloween. Yeah, Shocktober. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, I, I agree uh, with you and myself. <laughs> it's like a perfect, like, October viewing sort of movie. It's very fun. Um, so one thing I mentioned to you, Rob, also mm -hmm. was that the earlier Evil Dead movies, there's a silliness to them, uh, a very like campy tone that's very fun. It goes, you know, over the top, but it leans kind of into that campy silliness. And then there's the 2013 Evil Dead reboot sequel that you know it's great it's very graphic it's brutal it's you know it's gory but it's very like serious and wants to be scary right. and this movie um kind of tries to have the best of both worlds right. like some of it is very silly like ellie spitting the eyeball <laughs> going down this guy's throat that was very it was funny. very very funny uh but it doesn't really I think that tone conflicts with the more serious tone of the movie a little bit for me. It doesn't always mesh well. Mm -hmm. uh, so even though I thought it was fun, I thought, you know, it kind of left something at the table a little bit for me. I think it could have been, you know, even more fun had it chosen to kind of lean into that silliness a little bit more. Right. Uh, rather than just, you know, the straight up terror aspect of the 2013 version, which I know some people really, really love that movie and say it's their favorite Evil Dead film. It's not my personal favorite Evil Dead film, um, but I do, I do think you know it was trying to have the best of both worlds a little bit, and I felt a little conflicted about that. I um, I wasn't really expecting any of her kids to die. Really? I no, totally I expected something. Well, I, I was like, like kind of like hoping they didn't pull any punches in that aspect. You were you were hoping they would die? Mm -hmm. Not that I like am wishing harm upon children, of course. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. you work with we, kids, you <laughs> We talked about this in Cocaine Bear. Like I love it when films are willing to not hold their punches in like regards to stuff like that cuz usually films will play it safe and mm -hmm. be like, "Oh, the kid will make it out perfectly mm -hmm. unscathed." One of those kids in the hallway, he's got his arms ripped off and thrown against the wall. That was <laughs> yeah. fucking brutal. I, um, as 
you guys know and everybody knows, I don't like when movies kill off children and animals. The cat didn't die. Yeah, the cat didn't die. The, yeah, That's but. Good. I don't know what happened on screen. Several, but. <laughs> several children died. I like to imagine she just like took the cat and like placed it down, <laughs> and, like, crawled through the vent. How old were those children? <laughs> well, that one in the hallway was young. Yeah, and then obviously I think that Callie, like the the young blonde girl, like the youngest uh, daughter, Cassie. Cassie, I'm yeah, sorry, she didn't. You're thinking I'm mixing that. up yellow jackets, <laughs> Callie, and Cassie. Um, the 28 year old, 16 year old. <laughs> yeah. I um. Maybe I just didn't want to really pay attention to it. Like, I was watching, but maybe I was trying to block it out because possession's, like, my number one fear. So I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to picture this being Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't want to make fun of you for that on the podcast. (laughs) But when you told me that your number one fear was being possessed by a demon, it uh, really struck a funny chord within me. You were telling me, because obviously me not knowing anything about the series... I assume that these were demonic possessions, but you were telling me that it's not a demon. Well, they're called deadites, right? They are demons, but they're, they're, there's like an official term throughout the series. They're called deadites. It's like okay. this, you know, series. I was say, that. Didn't, so that's just did, what they call they them. They're, 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 they are, you know, a demonic yeah. force, right. but like the official term for them in the series is deadite. Yeah, I was going to say the pastor on the audio recording, didn't he say demon? <laughs> I'm sure he said demon. I uh, I really like the whole like book of the dead thing and like the the backstory they create with that. I'm hoping that you know in the future if they come out with more movies, which I hope they do, that we get more of that. And you know, I was expecting it to look the same as the book in Evil Dead, the twenty thirteen version. Yeah, well, that's why I I really like that they made this like another volume of the Book of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Like how and many how volumes? To, there's like no to open limit. it with like blood. <laughs> there's like no limits of what they can do with mm-hmm. this now. Like how many copies of the Book of the Dead are there? Yeah. Uh, where are they gonna pop up at? This was this was cool. One of my favorite things about the movie, and it kind of toys with this a little bit, is that the first two Evil Dead movies, you know, are like Cabin in the Woods style movies. And this movie starts that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're at like a lake front property. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, it goes, it flashes back to, you know, one day earlier before when all this started. And it's in Los Angeles apartment complex, which is mm-hmm. so much different from every <laughs> uh, other setting. Well, I guess except for Army of Darkness, which takes place in medieval <laughs> times. But... It's very fun to uh, to have this kind of fresh take on it. And I, I wonder, I talked a little bit about this again with you. I believe this film was filmed, you know, when like COVID protocols were going yeah. on. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that had to do with why they ultimately chose, you know, a setting like this. And it felt like such a contained horror film with all of this sort of stuff going on. I was actually going to bring that up that... um. The whole set piece seemed very isolated, mm-hmm. and at first, you know, right after the movie, I was just like, yeah, I wish they could have, like, explored more set pieces within the movie, but then I thought about it more, and I was like, the whole, like, way that it worked out, it makes it feel more, you know, like they're trapped. Yeah. And it just makes it feel all that more desperate for the characters, and I kind of ended up liking it more than I thought I would. Um, yeah, I, I did like that cabin bit at the beginning, and they kind of, like, touched upon it at the end it was kind of just like a you know transition transition showing you how it got to that point which was kind of interesting yeah um how do you guys feel when 
She ripped that bitch's scalp. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the dumb meatball now? <laughs> I was I was like really like monitoring Rob's reaction to all of this because he had never seen the Evil Dead movie. And I knew it was coming. As soon yeah. as she like grabbed her hair, I was like, all right, her scalp's coming off. I was like, are they going to show the whole thing? Or are they just going to jump cut as soon as she pulls it? And they were just like, no, it's, just, yeah. it's coming off and you're going to see it. What I don't understand is how it ripped off the top of her scalp when her braid's down here. She wrapped her hand around the entire braid so she got the whole clump of hair in one. Yeah, but if you cut to when she's like crawling out to the dock, she still has hair here. It's just on the, the sides of her head, yeah. Yeah, her braid was down here on the side. So she grabbed her braid and ripped right. it. How did this I, 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 think we're put, I think we're reading too much she's, into the she's a, she's a professional hairdresser. So <laughs> she, she might be looking too far into this matter. She is. She, th- that is a very funny thing that Laura does. We were just watching the 2009 reboot of Star Trek. Um, which I really love, by the way. Shout out to Star Trek 2009. <laughs> Um, the fucking window was cracking on the ship. <laughs> I was like, this is so unrealistic. They'd all be dead. They're in space space in the they future. Would. They'd all be dead. Literally, Fuck this movie. They're going into lightning speed or whatever. The, the inside of the cabin's cracking and the windshield cracks on the spaceship, but somehow they still go into warp lightning speed. It's too and, unrealistic. And this sci fi movie is too unrealistic. Come on. Canceled. Do they think nobody's going to think about this stuff? <laughs> they didn't play it on you, Laura. I, back to the Evil Dead, I hate the eyes. I love that. No, the like, it's, yeah, it's good for, like, the, so cool. the creepiness, but I hate it so much. <laughs> and why do they always have to look like they vomited everywhere? Because, because they are vomiting cool. everywhere. Yeah, why? Why are they vomiting everywhere? The amount that the mom vomited when she was like, don't let him take my babies. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> the amount that came out was so awesome. <laughs> it was like five gallons worth of yeah. just like white fluid. Speaking of the mom, what was her name? Alyssa Sutherland. Sutherland. She did a great job. Fantastic. She was so much fun to watch as this, you know, lead dead diet in the movie. Stop calling them that. <laughs> no, I'm not stop calling them deadites. That's what they are. You call them what they are. Deadite. What are you calling them? Possessed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's fair as well. Uh, but I also want to shout out Lily Sullivan, who plays Beth, who's essentially, you know, the big, like, heroine of the movie. She felt like such a, like, classic, like, final girl sort of, you know, horror hero to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's conflicted. She's going through all this stuff. And, you know, she has to persevere, and uh, I I really liked it. And her final moments where she has to, you know, stand up with a chainsaw to the spider thing that they end up becoming when they all morph together. I feel together. like that's the one part I did not like. When they, like, fused into one that thing. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> See, the dumbest thing you've ever seen? I love that because my favorite horror movie is The Thing, and that was, like, such, like, a, a Thing-esque thing to do <laughs> is have them all like fuse into one fucking monstrosity and like crawl on a bunch of limbs and it, like, flailing. What it reminded me doesn't of doesn't make sense. They literally grab into her skin mm-hmm. and they somehow become one. Or it's about demonic possession. I don't know if it has to make sense. It's clearly <laughs> fiction. <laughs> well not to her, that's what she said. <laughs> uh what that reminded me of 
there's this uh, YouTube video that I urge everybody who might be listening to go watch uh, called Every 90s Commercial Ever Uncensored. Is it the Capri Sun it's one? The, like a Capri Sun one. I love that. And they all morph so into good. one thing. I and the football guy's like, uh. <laughs> it is one of the favorite things that I've ever seen. Oh, we're gonna, it, we're gonna, gonna show that, as soon as we finish here, we're it is so it. funny. Uh, but that's what I thought of when was happening, especially like the way it's like frantically, like, ah, like running <laughs> at them. Uh, I thought of that. That's such a funny piece of like, uh, like 90s satire slash horror. Yeah. I love that, and it, it just made me think of it, and uh, I got a good laugh out of it. I also have more questions. Sure. So, as we know, <laughs> Ellie, yeah. the mm -hmm. mother, yeah. turns first, and then she, like, has the tattoo gun in her hand, and then she's, like, cutting Bridget's face with it. Yeah. Right. How does she end up possessed? I asked the same thing to Kurt. That does happen in these movies. You just kind of, like get infected by the evil and she did say let me fix it with a big kiss or something so maybe she like licked her like oh maybe her tongue got in her yeah. mouth at like, one point okay. yeah. yeah i was wondering like she just randomly like i was talking to kurt after the movie and i was like there's a lot of things that are like so it just worked out so perfectly like the elevator stopped working mm -hmm. the stairs collapsed in on themselves mm -hmm. Bridget just disappears for like a whole 20 minutes in the movie and the brother and the younger sister don't even bother to look for her. Ellie, I'm sorry, not Ellie, uh, Beth doesn't even bother to look for her. <laughs> Beth, for some reason, decides that it's a good idea to go into like the booth and listen to these fucking... Danny's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> the booth. Listen to, the... not CDs, what are they called? Um, right. Vinyl records. records. And she listens to them with the headphones on. Yeah. It seems like a and horrible a idea. Demonic presence outside and like three children. I, I definitely understand her thought process. Like if it's going to like she doesn't want to at least keep the kids the children, with you. But yeah, Meanwhile, got, Danny yeah. is getting stabbed to death in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should have been smarter about Everything. Bridget. Like obviously you see Ellie yeah. literally came back from a shotgun wound. Mm -hmm. She got her leg blown off. But what could they have done, really? Um, I don't know. Throw her out the damn window. <laughs> I don't know if that really solves the problem, though. It gets that one person out. She could just float back up. They were floating. She yeah, floated through the kitchen. But that's floating. what I'm saying. Why wouldn't Ellie have just gone outside and floated up through the window? Like, this stuff doesn't make sense to me. Why would she be... Why would... <laughs> because you're overthinking it. I really, I really am overthinking it because I'm like, why would this bitch just stay? Why would the demonic presence just stay in this one place when it has all of LA it could go haunt? Like, <laughs> these three people in this one apartment room is going to really tick you off so much. I'm out. I know um, Kurt already kind of gave Alyssa Sutherland her, you know, positive review, but I just wanted to once again say that she did such a good job. Like, not that the other actors did a poor job once they turned into deadites, as Kurt said, or possessed, as you say, but even before Alyssa Sutherland turned, like, she just had, like, such, like, a, I don't know, like, a... A presence in the film where she just you just felt like there's something like off or like something evil about her in a way maybe it's just the way she dyed her hair red in <laughs> the film like you could tell that something was gonna happen i don't know but she did such a good job um when bridget turned and she was like eating 
glass. Eating a wine glass or whatever, and she was like, I want to kill the creepy crawlies in my yeah, tummy or whatever. she was vomiting out, like, maggots and She was stuff. like, I, I hate having something growing in my tummy. How do you feel about it? I was like, that's, all right, that's a little, that's a little silly, but. I think they just wanted us to know that the, whatever was possessing them knew she had a child inside of her. Somehow that one knew, but then Ellie's, the one that was possessing Ellie, didn't know until she, like, sniffed her when she was holding her down. Yeah, like, heard the heartbeat. It was weird. Yeah. But wasn't that, didn't that, ha did that happen first? That happened after. The thing with Bridget, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's blending together, so I don't really, um. Also, like, how does, like, when she gets stabbed in the nose with the scissors, like, how does that stop them? Because if they just come back, like, why would that even stop them, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, how does it stop them momentarily? Because the gunshot to her abdomen didn't. She just came walking back over. Well, I thought that when she, like, stabbed in this with the scissors, like, it kind of, like, went into her brain a little bit, maybe, and that slowed her down. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, maybe, like, body shots weren't working. Uh, but I can't give you, you know... <laughs> the, like, what do you offer me? <laughs> yeah, I can't give you that answer. Um... I will say, going back to, like, Bridget eating glass and stuff like that, uh, the move, the things that this movie did, um, you know, like eating the glass or the cheese grater on the leg, I, I felt like it was about mild in comparison to some of the other things I've seen throughout the uh, Evil Dead franchise, especially compared to the 2013 movie, when, you know, there's, like, a lot of, like, really brutal stuff that happens there. Well, I mean... What what was it? Staffney <laughs> goes all the way through Bridget's mouth and head. So, but I just mean like I don't know that cheese grater. When it's in the preview, I was like, oh yeah, I want to see somebody really get mangled with this thing. And it's like one scrape with a cheese grater. It's not that bad. I can go in the kitchen and scrape myself once right now and Do be it. just perfectly fine. Uh, oh, wouldn't that show it hurt? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm able to take off some of this leg hair, but that's Ew. about it. <laughs> Uh, I just felt like it could have done more um, I also have to kind of question. like one up the other movies. What's your question? You know how in the beginning it's those three that go to this little camp thing and then at the yeah. end you see how it like transitions. She's the one that like finds yeah. all the bloody mess or whatever. Mm -hmm. How was she completely unfazed? Like the apartment building was like pretty fucked. Or was it just that one floor? Because like the stairs were collapsed in like they weren't able to get down. She was the walking into the parking garage and she was on the phone, so she wasn't paying attention. It's like the. No, I'm saying the inside of her building. Yeah. Wasn't the elevator fucked up? She came through the elevator, didn't she? Did she come through the elevator? I, I think she just came through the parking garage. Yeah, she was walking into the parking garage to get her car to leave to go to right. wherever they were going. So she had to have been inside. The stairs were collapsed. No, there's, a, there's an entrance to the parking garage through the outside. That's how they escaped. But she was inside. She was oh, inside she went, the building. She went through the exit door. Remember the door that they didn't go through? The one with the exit sign on? <laughs> Never mind. You're not getting it. What do you but mean? Okay. How is she not realizing that the building's all fucked up? Yeah. Or but, have any idea what I mean, was going on. As far as the earthquake and stuff goes, everybody, you know, all of the main characters and even like the side characters who died were all perfectly fine until yeah. the demonic stuff started. Maybe she lived on a different floor than what happened. Yeah, not everybody in the complex knew what was going on, or else they would have, you know, all been either 
They also said that the building was condemned in a shithole anyway, so. And it's also California. Like, earthquakes happen all the fucking time. Also, when they escaped, um, Mm -hmm. Cassie and Beth, wouldn't they have, like, called the police or something? Wouldn't the police have been there? Maybe they did. I don't know. What the fuck are the police gonna do? I mean, there's a bunch of blood and... If you call the police and say, oh, there was a demonic possession, there's a bunch of dead bodies, they're gonna immediately be like, what the fuck did you do? (laughs) I guess I just have to think about it too much. Yeah, you've gotta stop thinking about it too much, Laura. It's a movie. I'm really trying to apply real-world situation. (laughs) I'm, um... I'm looking at the... You know, the cast overview on Google right now, and it's showing, like, all the, you know, main people. Alyssa Sutherland, Lily Sullivan... Morgan Davies, Mia Chalice, Nell Fisher, Gabrielle Eccles, Billy Reynolds, McCarthy, Jaden Daniels, Nedim Jahik, and Ty Wano. But the one person who is not mentioned on here is the old guy. Oh, the landlord person? Was he the landlord? I thought he was just a tenant. You talking about the guy with the gun? Yeah, yeah, they got the shot. Yeah, I thought he was just a tenant. He's um, not mentioned at all in this cast <laughs> list, which I find interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, I didn't mention but my cast list. <laughs> when they started saying, well, is this like something that's like a like an Easter egg or like a reference to previous films when they were like, everyone's going to be dead by dawn, yeah. dead um, by dawn, dead by dawn. Yeah. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is like Evil Dead 2, dead by dawn. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Because I was that's like, so, why are they... That was very corny, them chanting it. I think... I thought so too, but I knew it had to have been like a reference. I think if you have watched the earlier movies, things like that will... Uh, pay off better for you uh like i know you knew the chainsaw thing from uh what is it dead by daylight um yeah well, that was, was a direct reference yeah so. is you know a direct reference to like ash and uh even her line the come get some was an ash line so there there are lots of you know little easter eggs like that uh bruce campbell actually i wrote it on the uh little fun fact sheet was had a voice only cameo in the film and can be heard on the recording, the vinyl recording. It's called The Book of the Dead for a reason. And uh, I thought that was pretty cool that uh, they had Bruce Campbell do that. And Lee Cronin, the writer-director, said that in his mind, that was like a version of Ash Williams uh, saying that. Like in his mind, it was Ash saying that. Okay. Uh, Which, you know, Army of Darkness has Ash, you know, time-traveling to a different time period so who knows maybe there is a version of ash in what was it 1923 or whatever um but this that takes me back to the point about different volumes of the book of the dead i've seen a few i wouldn't quite call them rumors but you know speculations by you know fans at least that what they're going to do with this film series now that they've stated they want to do more movies and more frequently uh have like a different book of the dead in different time periods and different settings and kind of explore the ways that the book of the dead can you know create havoc in you know different settings and i think that's such a like fun fascinating idea and like a new fresh way to go with this franchise and you can have these like one-off Evil Dead films that are connected in spirit, but kind of do their own thing, and I, I, I think that's just such a fun idea, and I would love to see that moving forward. Do they ever explain where the Book of the Dead came from? Like, it, 
was it written by a human? Was it like a, a relic from like angels or demons? Like what, what is it? I'm not sure. It's been, you know, such a long time since I've seen the earlier movies now. I don't think I've seen them in 10 plus years. So we just have to have a marathon. Sorry. I, I think we should have a marathon for sure. We'll watch uh, 31 horror movies this October. A horror movie a day. I think we'd swing it. <laughs> uh, you guys want to talk about the vomit on the floor? That someone was so scared they threw up on their oh, way yeah. out. I don't know if someone was too scared that they, they were, were too scared. And not only was it someone, it was too... you. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> we were making that joke like all weekend long so far that Laura was the one who puked, even though she was sitting right next to us the whole time. <laughs> but I would not, it would be so funny if that were the if that were the case. If you, that you puked, no, no, no. Oh. But if someone was actually like. Yeah, I feel like it's doubtful, but at the same. But time, I also can't say that it's not what happened. Yeah, I mean, we don't know who puked or why. Yeah. I but... mean, it does get a little gruesome at the end yeah. with the chains. Well, honestly, I went into this because I remember I was explaining to Kurt like I don't like movies that are gory just for the sake of being gory, and stuff like that doesn't really appeal to me. I mean, I could watch it fine, but it's not like entertaining to me necessarily. Um, but this movie, I feel like, was a good. Um, mix like yeah it had some moments but they didn't last for very long like they were over pretty much as quickly as they were introduced um, but anyways going back to the person who vomited in the movie I was actually reading an article and I think it was the director I mean I'm gonna have to go back and fact check this but I'm pretty sure it was the director of this movie who said I hope this movie makes you puke <laughs> and as soon as we walked out and I saw that pile of puke right by the door I was like well, maybe he you got your wish. Maybe he got his wish. Yeah. <laughs> it's because in the movie we heard the incantation and oh it God, possessed God. somebody in the audience. <laughs> maybe that's what I was scared of. Being possessed? Yeah. You already are. <laughs> now, this is leaning into more personal territory, but Laura has actually had a. I never Experience. said it was demonic. So you said it was know. demonic. She didn't say it was that. demonic. No, she did. Her exact demonic. words were it was demonic. It's no. got to be a demon, right? No. It was Uncle Paul sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to tell your demon story to the people? It's not a demon story. I was laying there trying to go to bed and I heard a deep male voice. I thought you were going to say I heard a demon. <laughs> <laughs> speaking in the room. I obviously look around, there's nobody there. Everybody was sleeping. Sleep paralysis. So then I jumped out of bed, turned the light on, and then I stood in the hallway. And then I was staring into the room, probably for a good few minutes, just like standing in the hallway because I was petrified. <laughs> Did you hear anything else and when you were Aunt Margaret saying, Are you okay? <laughs> and I was so you like, were No. In the bed, like in Paige's room. Like you walk no, up the stairs? It, yeah, well, you walk up the stairs. And it's on the left. Was, no, the one where Paige saw the person walk into. When so you she walk was younger, directly on the right. Paige's room was directly on the right. So you walk Mine's upstairs, there's ahead. one right on the right, straight there's ahead. one straight, straight ahead. ahead. It was straight ahead. Okay. Um, so yeah, I was just standing there in the um, middle of the hallway with the, my bedroom light on, and Aunt Margaret's just like, are you okay? Because she was sleeping in Paige's room, because something with her back. And I'm like, uh, no, I just heard someone talking <laughs> in my room. And... Um, I was so scared that I actually slept with him. <laughs> and mind you, I was like 20 years old. Not to discredit you <laughs> or diminish your experience, but 
our Aunt Margaret also lived in a condo complex. So there's people on both sides. Yes, but I've also heard people talking through the wall before, so it was clearly... And you were positive it was coming from the room you were in. Yes. In the closet. I didn't say it was a closet. It was just in the room. I could have sworn you said it was in the closet. Do you know what it said? No. Ah, that would have been really great. Should have fabricated something. Made it more entertaining. (laughs) That's something really boring. (laughs) Get me. (laughs) Anyways, boo. I I would kill for an experience like that because that sounds so cool. No, I. I've never had anything like that happen, and I'm not like an immediately, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Skeptic. Yeah. But I'm also not a firm believer. Like, I need to see something or have like concrete evidence for me to actually be a firm believer. And Kurt has said some stuff that he's uh, experienced in the past, so he's, you know, he has some beliefs that there is mm-hmm. some paranormal things out there sure do buddy. laura does as well me i haven't had any experiences you will i would <laughs> love to have those uh i'm gonna get a book of the dead <laughs> i'm out <laughs> yeah you're gonna fucking like kill yourself like you say in every other thing we were like oh that situation i'm killing myself honestly truly what the fuck <laughs> um what I do, I feel like what I hate most about possession type films are mm-hmm. when after they get possessed and they're like, you can hear like the bones, bones are like, like oh, cracking. That's, that's and like, so cliche though. That's like I know everything. it is, but I hate the sound of it. It's like, <laughs> ugh. And then like, how are they walking after? Like that bitch got fucked up in the elevator. Her shit, her leg was out like this. Especially being moved by the demon. My She's like a puppet on string at that point. Mm-hmm. Why was she cooking up eggs after that? Like, what was the whole egg thing? Yeah, why was cracking they... eggs supposed to be scary? Because that I don't, I didn't get that. Scene. Well, they just kind of start why... acting bizarre once they start being possessed. They do things that don't really make. Uh, she did sense. say like. You remember that one day when we were out by the tree and I wanted to cut you guys open and crawl inside you. And yeah. That was kind of cool, weird. but also the eggs. I don't understand the eggs. I don't yeah, they that. just kind of do like bizarre, you know, sort of things. Things that are like unnatural. There was blood in some of those eggs, which apparently, if you crack an egg and there's blood inside, that means somebody cursed you. Cursed. Her own son. <laughs> yeah, that, can we talk about how fucking dumb this kid is? Like every um, single thing he makes the wrong decision on. You can, but let me tell you what. If I find that book. And I find those records. You're going to bleed on My it. curiosity is doing the same goddamn thing. Nope. I'm going to read from it. As soon as I saw the pictures in that book, hell no. When we went to that bookstore that was closing, and I found that old book with no title and all the newspaper clippings on the shelf, <laughs> I paid for it. I came home and I read it every night for a week. If that would have been the Book of the Dead, we'd all be fucked. And I'm telling you right no, now, I know myself. No, fucking recipes and shit, you weirdo. Well, uh, recipe for recipe how exactly. to summon a demon. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, I I know myself enough to know that I would read it and I fuck just, up everything. To be fair, going down in that bank vault, I feel like there would have been so much more cooler stuff he could have, like... Cooler? So what's cooler than the book of the fucking dead, Laura? What do you expect to be down there? No, I'm saying there was more stuff he could have gotten down there 
Like, why didn't he stay? I would have been going. I would. I would. I would have never gone down there in the first place. Are you kidding me? After an earthquake, you're down <laughs> in the only ground. Seriously, that's you know they got aftershocks and tremors and shit. Why would yeah, you? Why would you be down there like in the first place? Let me put myself in the worst position possible. What was your favorite part of the movie? Um, I really liked where she took the chainsaw and shoved it into the fucking, the things, I'm going to keep calling it a thing, <laughs> the thing's head. And it was one of those scenes where like, all right, it's probably going to be like a second or two, but she, they literally just keep the chainsaw in there for like 30 seconds. Like, and like the whole body just keeps like falling away. And, it's, and then, and then it's just like a head and she's just like, help me. i do love that part like before like you know she gets rid of the head she like has just shouts one more insult she's like you're fucking groovy that was pretty funny uh and another insult that really made me laugh where what was it she was like you're titty sucking parasites (laughs) she's glad to be free of your titty sucking parasites that was probably my favorite line in the whole movie uh, my personal favorite part, um, if it's not the eyeball scene, which was just <laughs> very funny be. because Robert that and I was both good. like were really laughing. Um, the scene when Bridget, uh, after you know she is like tied down and has the sheet covered over, her, she's like floating in, like going after Danny yeah. with the like blanket still wrapped over. Her. I thought that looked really cool, and I really liked that, and. You know, there was like a kind of it seems to me to be like a uh like paying tribute to the shining with the blood elevator opening up. Mm, I yeah, really liked that. That. Thing, yeah. that scene was pretty cool. And I immediately thought of the shining yeah, too I I immediately thought of the shining. Um and I but I know it's cheating to say that my favorite like part of the movie was probably every scene that Cassie was in. I thought she was like such a funny little weird kid. And she kind of, <laughs> she like kind of stole the movie for me. I thought she was so cutting doll's head. Off. <laughs> yeah, she was such a little cutting weirdo. Out a broken broomstick. She was my favorite of the siblings. Like the other two siblings, I didn't care mm-hmm. as much about. To be honest, what I didn't like the when it possessed Bridget, it was like a kind of like a cooler, you know, creepy thing. But mm-hmm. when after Danny dies, he doesn't. He like obviously dives against Bridget, stabs the shit out of him. But yeah. when he comes back, he just looks really dumb. What do you mean? I don't like. I f- it would feel like you didn't get that like scary. It was like more just goofy because he was like, uh, like you. <laughs> that whole thing was kind of like goofy. Well, I, I they were I, just I, like, ha, 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 like. I don't think. I think that's mostly because we didn't get a lot of. Uh... Hashtag dead eye Danny. Um, oh. We he, that kind of like he turned like at the end as they're like yeah. rushing out. And he didn't like kind of get a moment to stand on his own as a dead eye. So I could just you know. And why were that. his eyes just white? It wasn't just him. It was him and Bridget as well. I thought she had the yellow eyes um, at first. Yeah, but once they like conjoined, like Bridget and Danny both had oh, okay. the white eyes. And the yeah. only one who had the yellow eyes was Ellie. In gotcha. the earlier movies, like their eyes would be different things. Some of them were white, some of them mm. you know, have like yellow, some of them have red. Gotcha. So uh that kind of fits in with everything else. From the pages in the book of the dead, it seems like the different 
possessions or like the different demons that are doing the possessions they have like different traits like the one with like the tentacles coming out of the mouth that possessed bridget maybe that was like a completely different demon that had different mm. goals different you know things I was wondering though it shows like tentacles coming out but then she just pukes out like bugs i thought it was going to be something cooler that like came out of her mouth <laughs> yeah i don't know I don't know. <laughs> I, I also thought there was gonna be some type of like tentacle thing from the pictures, but mm-hmm. I think the pictures are more just like loosely yeah. based on the demon or whatever. So it is. if you were to find this book I would and read it. somehow got it open, would you like read the cantations that were on it? Oh I would no. Yeah. I would I would open the book and look through the pages and stuff, but I wouldn't like fuck around and would find you, out. Would you Kurt? Would you like be like, oh, this is so fake. I, I would. Ab- I mean, I would absolutely open it and flip through it. I don't know if I would read. I don't know if I've ever like read anything that I was reading out loud. So I don't know that I would do that. <laughs> he would learn Latin so that he could read some <laughs> dark manuscript. Yeah, maybe I will do a lingo. <laughs> and I was surprised in this this film they didn't even try to destroy the book. Not that it would have really helped them. I know, but I'm saying, like, in the other movie, they would try to destroy the book, but, like, it wouldn't be destroyed. Well, she listened to the tape, and it pretty much said, like, all you can do is Yeah, yeah, like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, Mm. you're right. But didn't it say the only thing that could... would help was full-body dismemberment, but then somehow, after they get chopped up in the... The wood chipper, it's still there. I think he said he tried full body dismemberment, and even that didn't work. And he's and then after that, he said, "I've I've learned that all you can do is run." Oh. Anyways, <clears throat> Kerr and I said our favorite parts of the movie. Did you already say your favorite part? No, she said something she didn't like after we said that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. The cat not dying on screen. <laughs> I did enjoy that. The animal doesn't die <laughs> but i don't know i maybe beth finally realizing like oh life isn't just about me now i gotta take care of my unborn child and this kid can you imagine literally um ellie's last words be like don't let it take my babies and then she two like, of the three <laughs> I thought about that. I mean, honestly, like <laughs> brutal. What can you do, though? You know, you, yeah, I know. Obviously, there's nothing. She did pretty you much do, everything she but, could do yeah. in the situation. But still, I'd be like, <laughs> if there's anyone to blame, it's fucking Danny. Danny. You really fucking dropped the ball, dumbass Danny. <clears throat> Hashtag dumbass Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I, it was actually funny. I the like when the possession part started happening where he's like grabbed my hand so i'm like wow. i'm wondering was he scared <laughs> i meant to ask you wow. did marquis he loved it he was he like it was it really again. good he's like i want to see it again nice did he mention anything in particular about the movie or he said it might be it's like gonna go up there with some of his favorite movies he wow he said he wants to buy it and i'm like Ooh. he also really <laughs> liked terrifier though right said, Terrifying. Yeah. Isn't that the movie? Yeah. I said that he liked it? I'm pretty sure. When yeah. we watched it together, he was like, Yeah, that's a great movie. Like you were like um, based on him. 
remember. Anyway, so Marquis really enjoyed it. Was it. Like yeah. five he weeks likes, ago. He likes horror. Kurt. <laughs> no, I don't have a good memory. Toby was over earlier, and the commercial for Evil Dead Rise came on. And I was like, hey, Toby, this is a movie we saw last night. And Toby just did not even react. He didn't even yeah. say anything, actually. He was like, he was like eh, whatever. <laughs> he didn't say a word. <laughs> I was hoping he'd be, like, scared at least or something. But yeah. no, no I reaction. <laughs> I had some really... Sounds like somebody's possessed outside of our apartment right now. What about <laughs> screaming? Yeah, we'll do they're, some exploring. They're screaming the incantation. <laughs> <laughs> There, someone in their household is for this. Um, well, before we log <laughs> off of here, I was ratings. wondering. Uh, oh. Well, yeah, we've got our ratings, but I just wanted to know since we're, uh, well, since we're you know discussing <laughs> like demonic position, uh, what is your guys' personal favorite like demonic position sort of movie? I'll start while you think about it. I oh, know yours is The Exorcist. I said I'll start. I didn't. You tell the people. I said I'll tell the people. That <laughs> that's The Exorcist. You start or uh, El Exorcist. Exorcist. <laughs> oh no. El Exorcist. El Exorcist. Oh, gotta get back to that duel. It's really does bring me back to the time where we're going to see cocaine. Are you really going to bring up this right now? I think Kurt with like so much confidence. Well, okay. Well, let me let me set up that we were nuts and then yeah, let me that we were we were sitting in like D like eight, D nine, and D ten, and then after saying D eight, nine, and ten, I was like. Dude, but with so much confidence, and then he walks into the door he's supposed to be pulling. We <laughs> thought it was a push door. <laughs> I've been betrayed. <laughs> I have been outed as a buffoon, and I will never forgive you for this moment. <laughs> I think I've actually already talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, what? we've Must all done embarrassing things. Um. This I after the watching this film. Is fantastic. Watch the exorcist. I had weird dreams. After what? After, after watching Evil Dead Rise, you mm -hmm. had weird dreams. That's the Lexa Pro. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dreams are you having? It's just weird, like dead people. Like weird. <laughs> it was, it, what I'm saying, it was fucking weird. Weird dead people. I woke up and I'm like, that's fucking weird. Ooh, maybe she's possessed. <laughs> Yeah. Well, she was before that, even. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, possession movies, specifically, I feel like it's really putting, like, a lock on, you know, what type of movies we could select. <laughs> it's hard for me to really think of how many possession movies I've seen. Well, there I, are a million of them, so... I don't know if it's a possession movie, but that... I don't know. Is it The Grudge? I wouldn't call it a possession movie. Yeah, but the, I'm saying like the contortion, like when that bitch comes out of the like the thing in the closet. But that's a ghost. That's not a yeah. possession. I I know. I'm saying I don't think it's a possession. But well, then why are you thing. talking about it? When I asked you about demonic possession. Lori, Lori thinks Lori. Lori thinks it's Lori. weird. Lori bones creak and crack and specifically because it's unnatural. Listen, if a bone cracks and makes you a demon, I'm a fucking demon getting no, out of bed every morning. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying how their bodies can contort and they can still, like, move. Like that one tobacco commercial? <laughs> <laughs> or against tobacco commercial? 
where they're like, <laughs> <laughs> if you need to vape constantly, maybe you're possessed by nicotine. Oh my god! Oh so yeah! Wow. That's what I should have showed at our safety meeting the other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I would have died laughing. I can't think of any possession movies, really. To be honest, that is insane to me. There are a million possession movies. Uh, Just name a, couple, name a couple. Yeah, name a couple. So maybe you could like jog my memory. The Exorcist. Yeah, we yeah. got that one, Kurt. Uh, the Last Exorcism. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. So basically, literally the everybody, whole every Evil Dead. What's the one we watched last year? <laughs> pray for the Devil. Pray for the Devil. I wouldn't say that's my. If you, I would say if you choose Pray for the Devil over The Exorcist, I will never talk to you again. I liked The Exorcist, but I feel like if I, I don't know, if I liked it more when I was younger, it would have had more of an impact. Yeah. For sure. I've got a great story about the Exorcist. I've got a great story about the Exorcist that I'm not going to tell in this episode, but I feel like I've got 30 minutes worth of story about the Exorcist for a future episode. Exorcist is a great movie. in the microphone. (laughs) But watching it, what is it, 30 years later? When did it come out? 80s? No, it came out in 1973. Holy shit. So like 50 years (laughs) later. Literally 50 years later. Um, A lot of it's kind of dated. And it's not... Yeah, the graphics aren't it's as, not as like, scary. Yeah. They still, obviously, 50 years ago, if you were to watch yeah. this for the first time, that would have been fucking crazy. Like, blow your mind type shit. The but head turning around. Watching it literally literally almost half a century later, it's also it doesn't going quite back the same. to things that don't make sense. When she becomes possessed in The Exorcist, oh, God. her face gets all fucked up and cracked yeah. and whatever, and then she's no longer possessed and that bitch's face is just normal. It goes back to looking no, younger, but she's no, fucking yeah. cracked. Her lips are fucked up. She looks tired as shit. <laughs> she don't even her lips. She doesn't look anything like me. she did when she because was the dead. demon is out of her. What did you that's expect? That's going to change your skin. It changes no, everything. Nope. You've never been possessed by a demon. You wouldn't know. Neither would you. Have you ever? I know we've all seen Paranormal Activity, right? Mm. Laura hasn't. Have you ever I seen the cheap B movie Paranormal Entity? No. I don't think I've seen Paranormal Entity. Alright. It's done. You've never seen it? No, I'm asking. I watched it when I was in high school. Scared you. You're scared. No, I'm not. (laughs) I wasn't scared, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I enjoyed Paranormal Paranormal Activity. Ooh, we have to watch it. Uh, I will gladly watch it. (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of Paranormal Activity, but I am a huge fan of Paranormal Activity 3. Which is a prequel to the, the first big, two movies. The They're the like young girls. girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that one that is one creepy. Is so good. Yeah, and because creepy. like all the weird stuff that happens to the, yeah. the children. Yeah, and they do like such clever things with the cameras, like putting it on the fan and mm-hmm. like it's like going back and forth. Yeah. Oh, that sh- have you seen Paranormal Activity three? I'm sure. I've I seen think it. it's more I've creepy because it's happening to children. Maybe, but it's it's really fucking good, and mm-hmm. it like builds like a lot of dread, and like the haunted house stuff that happens in that movie is like very very good. It's like another really great like watch around Halloween time sort of movie. I remember the first Paranormal Activity got so much praise and people were like fucking losing their minds over it. Like it was so fucking good. And then I watched it and I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, am I watching the same movie? But I think the only scary thing about that movie is in the end when she it like he flies into the camera and then it's just her like right there. That's it. That part did scare. A bunch of people i i you know being part like i wrote for like horror websites and things mm. 
That's a very common, like, what's the scariest scene in a movie you've ever seen? That's a very frequent answer. Uh, personally, like I said, not Nothing the biggest. Nothing Kurt. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. Like I said, listen to my 30-minute episode of The Exorcist. <laughs> just me and your microphone. I'll talk all about how it scared me. So, what would you rate the film? Um, was it the, your best film of the year? No. <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. I, like I said, let's watch it again around Halloween. Let's watch all of them. It's a fun movie. Let's watch uh, it tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I've been pretty, you know, clear cut 3.5 for this movie. I never really wavered from that. I thought it was fun. I didn't love it. Some people are, you know, really loving it and it's saying it's the film horror fans have been waiting for. I don't think it's, you know, groundbreaking or anything like that. But it's it's a fun enough movie. 3.5 out of 5. All right. Um, I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Like Kurt said, I don't think it necessarily breaks the mold when it comes to horror movies. You know, um, it doesn't have anything groundbreaking or revolutionary, but it's an overall fun movie. I feel like the beginning and the middle, especially, were really strong. Yeah. It's a very strong start, strong middle. Towards the end, I feel like it starts to dip and waver a little bit. But overall, strong movie. I recommend it. I think it's worth watching. I'll also give it a 3.5. Zero. <laughs> no. Kids died. Zero. No, I'd give it a 3 out of 5. I mean, I feel like it's like the, your typical horror movie these days so is there anything in particular that like you can pick out from the movie that you're like this is why this is what's holding it back from being stronger um well that scene where they become that one thing is i don't know why that hurts me because i really love that i, I know really that you really love it but i thought it was very goofy that's it, why i loved it, it. <laughs> it's also like the point kind of yeah but that's kind of stuff's not really like for you really so you, you're more towards like a, you like like a more serious, scary movie. Yeah. Okay. So or like, I'm literally like. I get that. Where your heart kind of starts racing a little bit and you're like, oh. Did you laugh when the guy swallowed the eyeball? <laughs> yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. Her was the only other person in the movie I heard laughing when that happened. And I was like, I, I like looked around a little bit. I was like. <laughs> yeah, that, was funny. Like that was like the funniest part we were like losing and I think there was one other part that I laughed at but I, I can't remember was it when Ellie's floating down the hallway like <laughs> that, that's literally like exactly what she said too yeah. <laughs> that was fucking good yeah. overall I think yeah. it was pretty decent yeah, I, well. yeah. Look at that. We all I wouldn't it say it was terrible. Movie. Like I wouldn't be like, oh, don't waste well, your time. Scared you enough that you threw up all the way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, what are we reviewing next? I know we've got to watch this most recent episode of Yellow yeah, Jackets. Watch the most recent episode of Yellow Jackets. We finished season there. one. Yeah, That's finally. Right. We, finished it. we did it. Um, no, we're gonna save, we should save the recap for yeah. an actual episode. Yeah. Halfway through season... Once we watch episode, this next episode. What is it, episode four or five? Okay. It's five. five. We'll be halfway done with this. We're halfway episode. through the season. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so we'll have to do a season one recap for one episode, and then the next First half will be of like, season two. Yeah, season yeah. two, and part we'll one. pick up from there. Yeah, do episode by episode. And what's coming out next week, movie-wise? Ooh, what is next week? Let's You're going to have to pull up the it, yeah. AMC app. 
we we have got to like backtrack because we missed Renfield last week. We missed the Pope's yeah, Exorcist last week. So we missed uh, Mafia Mama. <laughs> We have um, Big George Foreman's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You know what I say? Big George Foreman? Big George Fast X, May 19th. Oh, that's way Margaret. out. What the fuck? Flash, Flash Dance 40th Anniversary. Polite Society. What the fuck even is next week? Spirited I don't think away. we have any big movies coming out next week. Well, Ooh, they have, great the time to... we have Return of the Jedi. The 40th anniversary or whatever it is. Yeah. Polite society. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. This Big Trouble Little Sister. Ooh, I was what about Sisu? I was going to say it was Big oh, Trouble uh, Little, the Little Mermaid. Of shit. That's not next week, is it? No. Oh, that's May 26th. I thought that was April. Thank God. <laughs> I wasn't prepared to watch it next week. Yeah. There, maybe we can do Renfield. Maybe we can do... Or Air. Ooh. Sherry and I are seeing Air tomorrow afternoon. Sticky. I can't wait to see it. I know you guys didn't want to watch it, so you looked out. We don't watch it since we have such like a drought of movies for the next week. Maybe we oh, should watch. I didn't look at now The Covenant. We can watch. Oh yeah, I do want to see the Covenant with Jake the Pope's Hall. Exorcist. Oh, was that the one where they're like in Iraq? Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like, he helped me. I can't leave yeah. behind. Yeah. Did that come out this weekend? Shit. So we, we, I guess we've got to catch up on Release something we the missed. First, yeah, just came out. Yeah, so we'll just next weekend we'll catch up on we'll choose a movie that we missed and watch it. <laughs> It'll be something. It'll be Renfield, Air, or The Covenant, right? One of those three. Or the, uh, the Pope's Exorcist. Yeah, I I do want to watch that as well. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be good, but I would like to watch it just for my own enjoyment. Maybe you'll have a new favorite demonic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to go that far, but we'll see what happens. Alright, and Beef. I guess you and I will talk about Beef. We're almost finished with that. I would really love for Laura to watch Beef. I know she would like it. Sherry, I wish she would watch it because I also know she would like it. It's a fantastic, fantastic show. I really liked... Uh, I was talking to Kurt. We've really been spoiled in terms of shows that have come out this year. The Last of Us, Poker Face... Help me out here, Kurt. What else am I missing? Yellow Jackets. Yellow, Yellow Jackets. Jackets. I guess technically the first season came out. Yeah, that's true. But beef. Um, beef. So season four of Barry so far. God Almighty, we've, yeah, we've, there's so absolutely much spoiled. You need to watch Beef. It is so so good. As long as it doesn't, you know, shit the bed in the last what? What do we have left? Like, three episodes? I don't think it's possible. Episodes. It's it's so yeah, good. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. Very good reviews all around. Yeah, from us too. <laughs> all right, so make sure you stay tuned and follow up with us next week. Thanks for tuning in. Laura's with the maggots now. <laughs> hey guys, be sure to follow us on social media. We are at Admit3Pod on YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram.